Headline News. It's four o'clock. Good afternoon with Michelle Martin. I'm Desmond Wong with your news headlines. In local news, the number of properties sold in auctions rose to 11 units in the first quarter of 2018 from eight in the corresponding quarter a year ago. This was despite the number of new properties put up for sale staying unchanged year on year at 63 units in both periods. The good response may be due to pent up demand from buyers who have been waiting on the sidelines for news on changes to the stamp duty. This according to to ET and Co, head of auction and sales, Joy Tan. The government surprised the market this quarter by announcing the increase in the buyer's stamp duty last month. Yet, instead of being deterred, both local and foreign buyers seem to be returning to the auction market. Semcorp Industries Chief Executive Neil McGregor and top executives are voluntarily taking a pay cut of 15% and 10% respectively. The company revealed this today in its latest annual report. The reductions which will apply to their remuneration for financial year 2017 is to underscore their support of the company through these challenging times. 2017 was a challenging year for Semcorp which saw net profit for the year fall more than 40% to about $230 million from $395 million a year ago on lower contribution from its utilities and marine businesses. A lawyer and a group of SMU undergraduates have recommended in the public hearing on deliberate online falsehoods that the most feasible way for Singapore to deal with the scourge of online untruths is for technology and social media platforms to take down online content and be held liable if they do not. Their written submission outlined three possible models to restrict access to such falsehoods on intermediary platforms. Today is the last day of public hearings held by the Select Committee on Deliberate Online Falsehoods. In Asian news, North and South Korea will hold their first leaders' summit in more than a decade on 27th of April. This according to South Korean government officials who held high-level talks with their North Korean counterparts today. The meeting between Kim Jong-un, leader of nuclear-armed North Korea, and the South's President Moon Jae, in will be only the third of its kind and take place in the demilitarized zone between the two Koreas. North and South Korea had agreed earlier this month to hold such a summit when South Korean President Moon Jae-in sent a delegation to Pyongyang to meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. China warned the United States today not to open Pandora's box and spark a flurry of protectionist practices across the globe, even as Beijing pointed to U.S. goods that it could target in a deepening Sino-U.S. trade dispute. China could target a broad range of U.S. businesses from agriculture to aircraft, autos, semiconductors and even services if the trade conflict escalates. U.S. President Donald Trump's move last week to slap up to 60 billion U.S. dollars in tariffs on Chinese imports has since provoked a warning from Beijing that it could retaliate with duties of up to 3 billion US dollars of US imports. In world news, Facebook announced yesterday it will end its partnerships with several large data brokers who help advertisers target people on the social network. It's a step that follows a scandal over how Facebook handles personal information. The world's largest social media company is under pressure to improve its handling of data after After disclosing that information, about 50 million Facebook users wrongly ended up in the hands of political consultancy Cambridge Analytica. 
Boeing said yesterday that it had been hit by a cyber attack that some Boeing executives identified as the same WannaCry computer virus that struck thousands of computer systems in more than 70 countries around the world last year. In an internal memo, Mike Vandervel, chief engineer of Boeing Commercial Airplane Production Engineering, said the attack was metastasizing and he would wor- he was worried it could spread to Boeing's production systems and airline software. The WannaCry attacks paralyzed computers and business operations in more than 74 countries last year. Get more news at the Business Times and the Straits Times.